0: Thank you, Sheila, Sheila Weidendorf on the piano. Lovely improvisation this morning. Welcome to church this morning. It's the 3rd of July. It's Independence Weekend. It's the fourth Sunday after Pentecost. So many things today. Uh, You'll see a a stray pastor running around the room in a a shirt you won't recognize, but soon you will. So uh, watch out for him. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to all those people that are watching online. Uh, trinity lutheran church this morning i going to start um, the next piece will be a song by brian sergio called send me um, knowing that hearing the voice of god calling us to be in places to go to places and to respond to what we see in the world in front of us send me setting hoping we'll respond hoping we will say yes god i'll go where you lead me i hear your spirit calling my name as long as i know you're with me i know you'll give me the grace that i need and for your peace when i make mistakes wash me with your grace then again i'll say yes god i'll go where you lead me i hear your spirit calling my name as long as i know you're with me i know you'll give me the grace that i need here i am send me holy one here i am send me holy one here i am send me holy one here i am send me yes god i'll go where you lead me i hear your spirit calling my name as long as I know you're with me, I know you'll give me the grace that I need. So here I am, send me, Holy One. Here I am, send me, Holy One. Here I am, send me, Holy One. Here I am, send me. Here I am, send me.
1: Welcome to worship this morning. Thank you for coming through the rain, coming in this morning. The rain's going to keep us safe with all the uh, fireworks going off. Welcome, to to those who are joining us online. Welcome to all of you. You can see the table is set, and for those of you who are at home joining us online today, if you uh, get out your uh, communion supplies, get out some wine, some bread some crackers, some juice, you're welcome to join us as we share in the Feast of Victory of our God. It is good to be together. Welcome to each and every one of you, and the order of service printed in the green part of your bulletin, everything will be projected for you as well, Uh, so we're glad that you're here. If it's comfortable, I would invite you to stand. Gathered in God's house, we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our gathering hymn calls us forth to the feast that we will be sharing. Let us go now to the banquet. continue now with our first uh, prayer of the morning, the prayer we lift to God called "Curiae Eleison. We sing together. And our hymn of praise, which also acts as a prayer that God would open the eyes of my heart. Lord be with you. And with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, open our eyes, touch our hearts, inspire our minds, and teach us to love. May this hour of worship be pleasing to you, and may this hour bless each of us that we in turn might be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please be seated. The
2: first lesson is Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us, and bless us, and make his face to shine upon us, that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase, God. Our God has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere him. The word of the Lord.
3: Amen to God. The song that I'm privileged to sing with friends today and with you on this 4th of July weekend is by Yusuf Islam, otherwise known as Cat Stevens. His religious beliefs and practices 50 years ago gave rise to controversy and condemnation in our country and Stevens musical career was silenced by the hardline and limited freedom he found in his own faith tradition. Thankfully in the wisdom of his later years Becoming more spiritually mature, Cat Stevens has found his way back to sharing his signature gifts of poetry and music. By grace, he has felt liberated again to pick up his instrument and sing about the freedom and justice God bestows. Encouraging us with a new wave of fervor to get on the peace train that's sure to take us home
4: now i've been happy lately thinking about the good things to come and i believe it could be something has begun. Oh, I've been smiling lately, dreaming about the world as a one. And I believe it could be, someday it's going to come. Cause out on the edge of darkness, there rides a peace train. Oh, peace train, take this country. Come, take me home again. Now, I've been smiling lately, thinking about the good things to come. And I believe it could be something good has begun. Oh, peace train, sounding louder, glide on the peace train. Who are he? Who are. Come on now, peace train, peace train, holy roller. Everyone jump on the peace train. Come on now, peace train. Get your bags together. Go bring your good friends too. Because it's getting nearer. It soon will be with you. Come and join the live It's not so far from you. And it's getting nearer. Soon it will all be true. Oh, peace train, sounding louder. Glide on the peace train. Hoo-ah, Come on now, peace train. Du-du-du-du-du. Do 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 who I Come on now, peace straight Now I've been crying lately, thinking about the world as it is. Why must we go on hating? Why can't we live in bliss? Because out on the edge of darkness, there rides a peace train. Oh, peace train, take this country. Come take me home again. Oh, peace train, sounding louder. ride on the peace train. Ooh-ah, hee ah Come on now, peace train. Come on, come on, peace train. Come on, come on, peace train. Little louder now. Come on, come on, peace train. Will you say it with me? Come on, come on, peace train. Come on, come on, peace train.
1: Pastor Jerry, get a little enthusiasm, will you? That's uh, fantastic, thank you. Uh, Pastor Jerry's going to do a concert for us, too. Uh, We're going to have an afternoon concert next month on a Sunday afternoon. We're looking forward to that. Uh, How many are old enough to remember that song, Peace Train? Go ahead, Ray. And how many, when it came out, thought you'd ever hear it in church? Uh, Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Ron. Thank you to all of our musicians. Uh, The title of this morning's sermon is No split loyalties. Last week we talked about seven words. Do you remember them? Seven words that provide us with a lens to view the world, contemporary social issues, and our relationships with family and friends and strangers. Seven words, you shall love your neighbor as yourself a lens. Hopefully, that lens given to us by Jesus will continue to illuminate our journey and our time together this morning. On this national holiday weekend, our shared time is going to look very different this morning. There will be some storytelling, three songs, and an opportunity to consider the place of patriotism in our lives but we start the conversation as we should with Jesus in his most famous sermon the Sermon on the Mount Jesus taught the most basic tenets of what would become Christianity he taught his followers the Lord's Prayer and shared with them the Beatitudes he spoke about fasting divorce adultery he said that we should love our enemies And pray for those who persecute us our lesson from the Sermon on the Mount from the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel Jesus said no one can serve two masters for a slave will either hate the one and love the other or be devoted to the one and despise the other okay Jesus But certainly no one has two masters. Do any of you here this morning have two masters? But then Jesus kind of brought it home to them with this next line. He said, you cannot serve God and wealth. You cannot serve God and money. Two masters. We cannot have two masters. God and money, God and career, God and country. No split loyalties. The very first commandment of the Ten Commandments is the foundation for the nine that follow and the foundation for a life of faith. There is only one God. There is only room for one God in our lives. You cannot have two masters. Our loyalty must start with God. Follow the ways of Jesus, and if you do that, you will be a model citizen. You will be a trusted worker, a good neighbor, family member, and friend, and you will have an increased likelihood of abundant life. Got it? Got it, Pastor. God first, follow Jesus. But it's the Fourth of July weekend. So what place does patriotism have in our lives? There is a place for patriotism. There is nothing wrong with patriotism. But the order is important. It is God and country, not the other way around. One master, not two. And if our country is acting in a way that's inconsistent with our faith, or if our country asks us to act in a way that is contrary to our faith, then it is our duty to resist, to protest, to refuse, to comply. What place does patriotism have in our lives? The United States was founded and built by immigrants. Let's be clear, this land was not discovered by Europeans. It was not an unpopulated land. Indigenous people had their land and their very lives taken from them. None of you are responsible for that, but it is a fact. The United States was founded and built by immigrants. Felicia's Jewish ancestors fled pogroms of Eastern Europe. The immigrants in my family came from Norway and England, joining millions of others who arrived in the late 1800s. One such immigrant was a Jewish man by the name of Israel Belin. Israel was born on May 11, 1888, in the Russian Empire. He was one of eight children who joined their parents and immigrated to the United States, arriving at Ellis Island in 1893. Little Izzy was only five years old. The family settled in the tenements of New York City, They lived in poverty and squalor. By the age of eight, Izzy would help to put food on his family's table by hawking newspapers on the street corners of New York. His father would die when Izzy was 13 years old, and Izzy would never attend school again. No, he would begin writing music, and he would change his name to Irving Berlin. It was an attempt to sound less Jewish and more American to melt into the melting pot of the 20th century. And at 23, he wrote a tune called Alexander's Ragtime Band. He was a sensation. Drafted in World War I, the United States Army asked him not to fight, but to write songs, and so he did. And one of those songs about the Army life was, Oh, how I hate to get up in the morning." And then there was this song, written by Berlin in 1918, but it would not be recorded and released until 1938 when Kate Smith sang it on the radio as the Second World War was breaking out. This from the Ed Sullivan Show in 1968. Berlin's daughter, Mary Ellen, said that God Bless America was very personal for her father. It was, she said, a deep expression of his gratitude to the nation he loved, to the place and the people who gave an immigrant the opportunity to live out the American dream. God Bless America became a second national anthem in the United States It brought in millions of dollars in royalties. Berlin, the good and grateful citizen, directed that all of those loyalties be given to the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts of America. What place does patriotism have in our lives? It has a place. Expressions of patriotism are good. We have been blessed by the vision, courage, and sacrifice of those who have gone before us, we live in freedom and freedom is not free freedom from oppressive pharaohs is costly ask any Ukrainian patriotism it's good to pray for our nation and our leaders may God bless America patriotism there is much to love in our homeland amber waves of grain purple mountains majesty above the fruited plains From sea to signing sea, we can be proud of our country. Irving Berlin, a Jewish immigrant, understood the order, God and country, God first. And as a result, he was a model citizen, a faithful husband. He lived the American dream, and he left a legacy behind, a legacy of good. The second of our three songs had its Genesis in 1899. In that year, Tsar Nicholas II declared that it was Russia's right to rule Finland. In protest, a Finnish composer by the name of Jean Sibelius wrote the music known as Finlandia. It was a political protest song. The text for the hymn that is in our hymnal was written in the 1930s by Americans Lloyd Stone and Georgia Harkness. In a brief season between the World Wars, the hymn, This Is My Song, became a song of hope for all nations. And I want you to pay real close attention to the powerful words as you may remain seated, and we sing this hymn now, This Is My Song. My country's skies are bluer than the ocean, and sunlight beams on clover, leaf, and pine. But other lands have sunlight, too, and clover, and skies everywhere as blue as mine. Patriotism, the love of homeland and country, is good and commendable, but it is certainly not unique to the people of the United States. We are one among so many nations. We are one among so many cultures, skin colors, checkered histories and traditions. The United States is not God's chosen nation. We are one among many, all precious to the one who honors no flags, the one who created the earth without borders. We cannot serve two masters our patriotism must be subservient to our loyalty to god our love of country does not give us license to value the children of god in in one country to be of more value than those of any other land two songs so far one written in times of war expressing thanks to god and a prayer of blessing for a beloved homeland and the second was a protest against Imperial Russia in a time of oppression. The text written in peacetime to remind us that all homelands are dear to the citizens of that nation and peace is the only answer to our shared world. Jesus said no one can serve two masters, God and country, God and family, God first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. The order is important. Our third song has its roots in a nation that was created on a revolutionary thought that all men were created equal. But our nation did not live up to that self-evident truth. I should say that we have yet to live up to that self-evident truth. And so we continue to suffer from the sins of slavery and the bitter legacy that continues to haunt America. Fallen humans often fail to live up to the moral values that they recite. Lofty philosophies and good intentions do not always translate to a moral life or a just society. Those in power are often more concerned with personal security than they are with human rights. And the preservation of power becomes their God. The pitiful life circumstances of the oppressed becomes a secondary concern. Love of neighbor is trumped by love of self. The United States never really lived up to the tenant that all men were created equal. Women, women were never treated equal. Never afforded equal opportunity, voting rights, legal status, or reproductive control of their bodies. All men created equal, we never quite got there. African Americans were enslaved, equal. For much of their history, they were counted as three-fifths of a person. No one can serve two masters, Jesus said. If our loyalties are split, we will be lost. A house divided against itself cannot stand. God. God and country. God and family. God and community. God and money. The order is important. There's nothing wrong... With the love of country love of family model citizenship and the pursuit of financial gain blessed to be a blessing all can be served and all can bring glory to god as we seek to create a more perfect union together lift every voice and sing a song that reflects an exodus from slavery to freedom from oppression to a triumphal entry into the Promised Land. It was written by James Weldon Johnson. It was a poem that recalled the struggles of African Americans following the Reconstruction era. It was first recited in 1900 by 500 students. Then Johnson's brother, J. Rosamond Johnson, put the poem to music, and it took on a life of its own. It was soon being sung throughout the South, and in 1917, the NAACP declared, lift every voice and sing to be the Negro National Anthem. That would be some 14 years before the Star Spangled Banner officially became our National Anthem. God Bless America. On this 4th of July weekend and all year long, we should pray that God would bless our nation, our children, our country. Not at the expense of others, not at the exclusion of any other land or race. This is my song. We are reminded that songs of protest and freedom will always be needed, and our prayers for peace will need to be followed up with peace-filled lives and peacemaking efforts. Lift every voice and sing. It does not recall the struggle that most of us have had to endure. It speaks of a struggle of a particular people. But it is a human story, and it invites us to work for justice, liberation, and freedom for all people. The lens by which we are to view our Christian life, seven words, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Easier said than done. Many voices call for our allegiance, but we are reminded this morning by Jesus that no one can serve two masters. The order is indeed important. God first, God before country, God before family, God before work, God before wealth. May we follow Jesus first, and may that lead us to be faithful citizens, family members, and friends. Amen. Years ago, we had Ted and Marion uh, Hutchinson would visit us at Trinity Lutheran Church, and Ted would sing this song that we're about to sing as our hymn of the day. Ted was this gentle giant. He was an African-American who sang for us, lift every voice and sing. And he sang it out of his own life experience. It was very real for him. And he reminded us, as mostly white folks, that we needed to sing it slowly. Don't be in a hurry, he said. Hear and feel every word. I would invite you to stand as we sing together, lift every voice and sing. now to God in prayer. Judy's going to come lead us in the prayers. Uh, We have a song response, Peace Be Still. We'll sing that once now, and then after each petition, let us pray.
2: voices all of our voices and sing our stories our struggles our joys and our hopes and most of all our faith in you hear us now as we pray loving God Jesus was born a poor, marginalized, Middle Eastern Jew whose mission was to set the captives free and give sight to the blind. Jesus treated the needs of the people as if they were holy. Jesus simply taught those who heeded his call to put their love for God into practice by loving their neighbors as themselves. Let us recognize the holiness of all and send forth your love. God of justice, we look to you. God may the nations be glad and sing for joy for you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth with its wondrous beauty and generous people the world has and has always had its share of challenges as wars battles for power Hate-mongering, homelessness, and multiple catastrophes destroy life's daily everywhere around the globe. Let us not lose hope that your love and our love in action can change the world. God of justice, we look to you
5: the
2: Loving God, on this Independence Day weekend, guide us in living the values which we proclaim so that all may experience life, liberty, and justice. We celebrate the freedoms and many gifts we have in this nation. Give us also your vision to see where change is needed, and the courage to speak out and work for your justice and mercy as we we renew our society in tangible ways that lift up those so long marginalized by law or custom. As we are tempted to choose sides, let us choose your side, the side of mercy and love. God of justice, we look to you Peace be
5: still, peace be still The storm rages, peace be still
2: Loving God, let us recognize and affirm that the Spirit will show us the gifts that are present in one another and give us wisdom to call these forth into the service of God's reign. We give thanks for those who ventured to Camp Luther Haven this past week, that they may carry the blessings of their experience into our lives and bring us renewed hope and energy to face with grace whatever lies ahead. And as we pray, comfort all who are trapped in chronic sickness, poverty, or depression. Enlighten the hearts of all who give support. We lift up those who pray for either out loud or in the silence of our hearts. God of justice, we look to you. Peace, peace, dear.
5: Peace, peace, dear. The peace, peace,
2: As people of faith. We understand we all undergo suffering but in that suffering we know we are never alone there is work to do but to do the work let us be spiritually grounded in the hope of Jesus and the hope of our ancestors be with us as we live love pray Dance and weep, then continue to do the work and love each other into life. All these things and more we offer to your hands. O oh loving God.
1: Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you? And also with you. It's your uh, pandemic uh, peace with each other. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that greeting of peace. After the service come out over in the gym for a time of coffee and cookies and fellowship together. If you see Kay Wiley coming into the next service, it's her birthday today, so wish her a happy birthday. Altar flowers today from Bill and Kay Anderson, so let's take you back. Let's we have that picture. Look at that. 64 years ago, 64 years, First Lutheran Church, Duluth, Minnesota, Kay was 11, <laughs> Bill and Kay, happy anniversary, 64 years, they're sitting in the back back there and they're, they they uh, do not look a day older, so congratulations on that. Uh, important always is the card ministry. Boy, we hear from so many people uh, that you send those cards to. Even if you don't know them, they get cards from you. It helps them. It uplifts them. It increases their immune system because they're uplifted by that. Prayers are answered. So we would encourage you. There's a, a new a couple names out there on the table. Pick those up. Send those cards. It, it means, means a lot to people. Uh, tiny houses in the name of Christ. We're going to start building that house this week. Um, Rocky and Koila Shepherd are going to be in the gym. They've got information on it. They've got places where you can sign up to help, pound nails or do whatever. Uh, but we're really excited about this as we're uh, going to be embarking on this adventure. So thank you to Rocky. Thank you to Koyla. And go in there. They've got a video. Um, and Gary and and Dave Park. We've got a lot of people involved, a lot of people involved uh, all over the place, and we're very thankful for all of you. Uh, Tiny houses in the name of Christ. New Narthex uh, art display you'll see up there. Uh, Ruth Nielsen from our parish uh, is the painter of those uh, in the artist, new art display, so take a look at those, and there's information about that out there uh, as well. Deacon Amy, come on up.
6: Good morning. Good morning. So we just got back Friday evening from a week on Lake Coeur d'Alene at uh, Camp Luther Haven in Idaho. I think we'll have a picture of our group. Camp Luther Haven is just this beautiful, beautiful place. Incredible um, camp set up in a beautiful location there in the woods right on the edge of the lake. We had a fantastic time of the week and then on Thursday we went to Silverwood. I think there's one more picture. Yep, Silverwood. Uh, so that's us ready to hit the water slides and roller coasters and spent the whole day there and really had a great time. We ended up taking six middle school kids with us and we came home with the same six middle school kids. Um, <laughs> always a bonus. <laughs> really a fantastic week and we just want to thank you all for your support in making these things happen. The kids, it's just such a, a great opportunity to learn and grow and explore together and deepen our faith. and. We really, really appreciate your support making these things happen. We look forward to our high school group going to um, Montana this summer. We've got nine high schoolers signed up going to Flathead Lutheran Bible Camp um, in August. But before that, Vacation Bible School is coming up the week of July 18th. We're looking forward to just a wonderful week. Um, Still have spots open for volunteers if you'd like to help out with the week. And registration forms are in the gym. We have Vacation Bible School from 9 to noon for all of our preschool and elementary kids. And then our middle school and high school kids stay until 3 for field trips and fun activities in the afternoon. So lots of great things going on for our kiddos. Thank you. All
1: right. right. Thank you, Deacon Amy. I would invite you to stand now as we move towards the table and the celebration of Holy Communion. We gather now at a table that welcomed our parents and grandparents, a table that welcomed Christians of a variety of colors and denominations across the world this day. As we do so, we remember then a Thursday night in an upper room in Jerusalem. It was the night in which he was betrayed. And on that night, Jesus took the bread and gave thanks. He broke it and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks. He gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. As often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, Jesus Christ has promised to be truly present with us. Let us pray now as he taught us to pray. Our Father, Gifts of God for you, the people of God. What do you need to know? You need to know that you are all welcome. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter how long you've been away. It doesn't matter if you've never worshiped the Lutherans before. This is not a Lutheran table, it's the Lord's table, and Jesus invites you to come. You'll come down the center aisle, you'll put out your hand and receive the host, the body of Christ. Hold on to it momentarily and then intinct it into the chalice of your choice. First chalice of wine, the second chalice will have grape juice. All are welcome. You may be seated. let you stand. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you now and always in God's grace. Amen. Amen. Fed and forgiven, depart from this place, go out those doors, make a difference in the world. And as you go, may God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our sending him as a word of hope for all of us. We shall overcome. Amen.